In this episode of Starlight Tea, we're serving the tea on spirit guides, what they are, why you want to know yours, and how they can help you live a magically creative life. Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Christy Cook. And I'm Belinda Boring. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by Of Starlight and Moonbeams, a team of authors and creators who support, educate, and create community with other women creatives and solopreneurs helping us all keep our cups filled so we never serve from an empty one. To receive notifications of new episodes, plus a free subscription to our monthly Moonbeams magazine, as well as other exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to join our email list at starlightandmoonbeams.com. So Christy, what's in your cup this week? Well, right now I am drinking good old water in just a regular old cup. That's what's in my physical cup. And what's in my life cup is right after we're done recording this, I am hitting the road for a long weekend in the mountains. I'm taking my mom to Asheville, North Carolina to celebrate her upcoming 70th birthday. And we just wanted to get away. And I love Asheville. It is totally, as you know, Belinda, my goal is to move there as soon as possible. (laughs) Asheville, for those who don't know, is a really high energy little town in the Appalachian Mountains in North Carolina. And it's on the same latitude degree as uh, Sedona. So it shares a ley line with and there's also a lot of quartz in the mountains there. So um, what's really interesting and cool to know is the Appalachian Mountains are some of the oldest on our planet. They used to be as tall as the Alps, but just age has worn them down. So now they're not nearly, they don't have the elevation of the Rockies or the Alps, but it's because they're even older. And so that's really cool. So there's a lot of extremely ancient energy there. And yeah, and then... It's kind of a vortex like Sedona is. So I'm really excited to go there and just get away for a couple of days and have just relaxed and soak up that good energy. So what's in your cup, Belinda? I have soda. Not going to lie. It's another soda day. It's interesting you were talking about the Appalachian Mountains. I've heard like I'm an Australian, but I hear so many interesting things about those mountains and to know that you're going to go there in the next couple of days. i you should go hunt for, not hunt for things, but go and gather stories that maybe we could talk about in a future podcast. And I didn't know, cause I'm right by, I'm right by Sedona, maybe about an hour, hour and a half away from Sedona. So we'll be kind of close to each other on that energetic ley line. Yeah. For the next couple of days. How cool is that? That is really I'm cool. Like, you can poke me and I'll poke you back. And no, it doesn't work like that, but I don't know. <laughs> you never know. We're going to try it. We're going to try it and see. <laughs> but for my life cup, this week's kind of been, I don't know, it's been a raw kind of one on my energy and nerves and my feelings. Aww. It's been, 
I don't know. I've been uh, trying to really practice the whole to pause, be still and observe. And it's been interesting for me to, to see where my thoughts like instantly go. I've been starting to recognize those behavior patterns that have been such, I want to say a lifelong habit to try and to recognize it and to try and kick it. And so it's, it's been an interesting week of like just taking the time to breathe first and observe. And it's given me those moments of grace where I can kind of sort through what I'm actually feeling and what need I'm actually needing to meet as opposed to just reacting. And it's funny because, you know, last it, it, at least for me, I feel like whenever we do these podcasts and these episodes, whether it's in the podcast or whether it's in the magazine, whatever we're learning or we're talking about generally pops up for me later. Like we talked about personal energy last week and about the chakras and how we pay attention to to how we feel in our body can generally tell us where we need to course correct and things like that. And I was working this morning and stewing over things And it was interesting. I could see like these two paths very clearly, the the path where I observe and the path where um, of judgment, like that Mm -hmm. duality of, of things. And I recognized that I've had this lump in my throat. And we talked about that with the throat chakra. And I was able to trace it back when I felt it. I was able to um, recognize what was going on and the feeling that I wasn't being heard. And so I was carrying that energy in my throat as a lump. And it was the same with my chest. Like, oh, my chest just feels really weird. And it's kind of weird to breathe. And I was able to go, okay, why is this? Why am I feeling this? Well, I'm feeling it because I feel like I'm not enough. And I was being unloving to myself. I was not being a very kind person. And so it was, to me, it was just, it's been an interesting process this week of just becoming aware of that and letting go of that energy and reclaiming my power. And it seemed fitting. It was this morning too, because I was thinking and stewing on things. And I was thinking of this podcast that the minute like, okay, I recognize what's going on energetically in my own body. I I let it go and reclaim that power again. Then a message came through actual from my guides of it it was something not only did I need to hear, but it gave me a very, very clear moment of clarity that I needed. So just wanted to reiterate what we learned last week or what we talked about last week that, you know, doing the work is hard. (laughs) It sucks and it isn't always comfortable, especially uh, because you have to hold, you have to hold that mirror up and you have to try and adjust. Okay. This is how I'm feeling and it feels icky and I'm angry and I'm hurt, but let's, let's untangle that. And what is, what am I supposed to learn? It's worth it though, because I was able, I I walked away with a very clear message of what needs to happen and to untangle some of the energy. Oh, that was such a long winded life cup. But yeah, that's what I've been dealing with, just trying to untangle things. And so I thought that was interesting. That in my garden, my garden is my haven at the moment. So I'm grateful for it. Be kind of lost without my garden right now. And there's new growth. I'm so excited. 
I really love how you brought up what we're learning and talking about how that comes into real life. I find the same thing, you know, with all of my classes or what I'm reading about. And there's part of it is just when you're aware of it, you're going to notice it more. But I also think that it's just that's how energy works because it is, it's like attracting like. And so when you are, you know, focused on this and this is what you're putting out there, it's what's going to come back to you. And it's, I think it's just beautiful how now we can recognize it and, you know, know what's going on and how we can make our course corrections. Like you were saying, you know, all these things going on, we can't change anybody else, but we can at least recognize where we can make shifts and where we can make the transitions or the transformations that we can change ourselves. So I I love that. I thought that was beautiful. And I just want to say publicly and out loud that you have come so far in recognizing that. And it's just, it's beautiful to see that. It's not always easy. (laughs) No, no, it's not. But that's how life changes. That's how you make those shifts towards the life that you want. Because you can, you can go down that other road where you're just reacting and being emotional or, you know, looking at everybody else and what they need to do to make life better. But that's not going to, in the long run, it doesn't do you any good. You know, there's no benefit there. When I, I noticed that when you go down that path of judgment, that's when you repeat it. And so it's like, okay, I'm getting off this road. I'm tired of going around in circles. So, you know, and that the guidance of stillness has come, I'm pretty sure in two different journeys, two different ceremonies that we've done where that word stillness has come. So, you know, when you get given messages like that, you got to listen. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting off this road. This this road just (laughs) equals pain and it's frustrating and it gets me nowhere. And so and then I like that when you when you it's one of those things, the work is hard and, and being aware is hard. But the payoff, there's always an instant payoff, too, because I feel for me, it unblocks enough energy that a message comes through or something comes through and I go, oh, you know what I mean? Or a realization like, Linda, you're exactly where you're meant to be. This is what you've been wanting. All this is just extra. You know, that was the message for today. Everything else is extra. Don't sweat it. You're on your path. I love it. I love that too. Little payoffs because I'm an instant gratification girl. So I am too. (laughs) (laughs) That makes life hard. (laughs) And the universe knows that, right? So it's like, okay, let's, Belinda's lessons are hard sometimes. She's sometimes very stubborn. Let's give her some instant gratification on top of the (laughs) overall growth and the blessings that come, but something that instant, because I think we're all like that. We like to know that as we're grinding or as we're, we're moving, as we're doing something hard, that it's not just this, well, you're doing this and you're suffering and you're doing this and you're changing and you're transforming, but your payoff is far off in the distance. Yeah. (laughs) that's where your reward is. Yeah, I could go on a a wild tangent on that. But 
I'm not into that. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll work for that, <laughs> but I need something now to know. Hey, you're 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 doing okay. Here, here's here's a gold star from the universe. That goes back to stillness because if you do take the time to be still, you'll see because those little rewards, those instant ones, can be so subtle that if you're just reacting and you're just go 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 you're not going to notice them. And so you think you're not getting them, but they are there. So yeah, yeah, when you slow down and you take those moments to just be still, to just be, not do, but just be, just the instant relief and the peace and the just the softening that overcomes your body and that tension, I mean, that's an immediate, for me, that's the immediate yep. reward right there. And then, yeah, and then just seeing how things open up from there. So what a fun conversation we didn't expect to have, but I'm glad that it came up. That was, that's very cool. So this week we are shining the starlight on our soldiers and our armed forces and particularly those who gave all. Because we are recording this episode right before Memorial Day weekend. And even though you are listening to it after this U.S. holiday, it's never a bad time to just stop and take a few moments to honor and pay respect to those who have fallen in protection of your country and your rights and your freedom. That's whatever country you live in, not just the U.S. And regardless of the state of current affairs around the world, hundreds of thousands of men will And if we include soldiers around the world, millions of men and women have sacrificed their lives in belief of the rights we all deserve as divine beings experiencing a human life. So thank you to those who have fallen in much love and respect to their families. Just a quiet moment of silence to honor them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so before we serve the tea, we want to remind you that the Luminary Circle is still open for new members. This is a special opportunity to get in as a founding member of Starlight and Moonbeams. And right now, we're about to meet our first milestone of 10 members. So when we do, we'll be giving away an astrological reading from resident astrologist Jackie Sab, who is freaking amazing. If you see the tab on the website and subscribe to our newsletter too, to stay up to date on all that we're doing, we also invite you to hit the subscribe button below so our new episodes are always queued up for you and follow us on the socials. Also, other listeners would love to know what you think about Starlight tea so please consider leaving a review okay so let's serve the tea today we're talking about spirit guides and probably the first question some of you might have is what are they so christy did you want to start us off in that discussion Okay, so spirit guides. Spirit guides, they can be kind of different for each person, but they're basically like your cosmic team. They are guides from the realm beyond this 3D one that come to you through intuition, through divination, through prayer and meditation. They are those voices you 
hear or those images you see, just that knowing they are there to help guide you as you go through this human life that you're experiencing right now in this 3D world. And so they can be a team. They can just be one person or one entity. They can be ancestors. They can be beings from other star systems. They can be angels. I mean, it's different for everybody. And again, you know, some people might have just one spirit guide or a couple. Others might have a whole team and, you know, who might come to them all at once or, you know, maybe depending on the situation, a different one shows up at each time. So that's kind of what your spirit guides are. A lot of people might consider it as the voice of God or the goddess. You might consider it, again, as angels who are the messengers of the divine. You might consider them just that intuitive voice that you hear in your head or that knowledge that you're receiving. And so it, it's kind of an esoteric and ethereal being that's kind of hard to define. But when you connect with yours, I think you know, at least that was my experience is you you really just kind of know. I like to think too, because I was thinking about this, I'd like to think that part of my team or, or the guides that, that are there to help guide me and to offer insight and clarity as I need it. I also think that my higher self is part of that too. It's not just me looking to someone else some other high beings to tell me what to do. I feel that part of my energy is there too. My high self, my the part of me that knows, I don't know, more than I know, <laughs> this part of me knows. Yeah. And that's another way that you can look at it is your spirit guides are your soul's voice. Yeah. Our souls, our actual energetic beings are much bigger than we can, that this world can take that this 3D physical world in this timeline can hold. And so what's in our physical bodies is just a small part of our full selves. And our full selves, our full souls have experienced eons of lifetimes and have that wisdom. And they're actually a direct connection to the divine. And so we have all of that wisdom. And so that, yeah, that's another way that you can think of your spirit guide or spirit guides is that wisdom, your own soul's wisdom coming in. I've always kind of believed in this kind of thing, but I did spend a few decades in organized religion. And so we were always taught that inner knowing was the spirit, the spirit of God. And so I have liked the journey. Like I know you know, that's something the spirit of God, goddess. But I like that idea. As as I started to explore more, I realized that I believed in that we've lived multiple lives. And so what you just said is, yeah, our energy, our soul is this massive, it's big to us, but it's also part of this divine source. And we've talked about that. And the, the soul that I have, the energy that I have now is just this small little part. It always just makes me remember there was one journey that we did during ceremony where we were led to a table. You led us, Christy, to a table where our guides were there, whether they were ascended masters or gods and goddesses or ancestors. And I remember as me my inner child was there, this little, um, that part of me, that part of my soul that is just so fearless 
and so unburdened by the experiences. And, and I see that as my higher self and the interaction that I had during that uh, meditation. And so, yeah, to me, it's that higher self. And it, it allows me to have faith in myself, to trust my intuition, to know that I hold that within me too. And so that's, that's another reason why I think my higher self is part of my team. Because, you know, a team, you're part of it too. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that. that It's not just these other beings of light and energy, that your energy is there too, whether it's from a a past or a future, or like you said, the collection of energy that has gone and learned these different things and is there to offer that wisdom Mm -hmm. if we're willing to tap into it and to be aware and to Again, going back to what we just talked about, being still. There's a lot of people who will say, oh, you're not just hearing, you're not hearing your spirit guides. That's just, you know, different thoughts that you're holding. And we'll get to that in a minute, how you can tell the difference. But I know that there is a difference. And, you know, because you can feel it is a a totally different sensation, a different way the messages come in. And it, it is through your intuition. It is by, I mean, you first start by going within. And we'll also talk about that is how do you meet your spirit guides and how do you develop a relationship with them? We'll get there in a minute. But the very first step is to go within yourself and within your own wisdom. And then through that, it's it's like a interdimensional portal opens up, I guess. <laughs> it, that might be one way to describe it, where then you open up and, you know, you can reconnect with past selves, with ancestors, with other star and light beings, and with the divine, with the goddesses and the gods and the one, and the one heart. Right important when you you understand who spirit guides are and and what they can offer to your life i think the first step is like you said to go within you need to recognize what is your own voice and what is the voice of that inner guidance what is what is you and what is your possible spirit team and it's important to pay attention that's why i think this is perfectly placed in how we've talked because we've talked about energy And how do you recognize energy? What resonates within your body? How do I know it's not just me and it's not my spirit guides is sometimes I'll have a very visceral reaction. My body will react. I'll get power surge. Um, I get a, a, a wave of heat. I'll get emotional. Sometimes it's just, it's that it, it comes quietly. Sometimes it comes like a big flash, like fireworks. Sometimes it's just that still knowing of, okay, I've received it. But the more you're aware to your energy and how your body reacts to other energy, the more you'll be able to pick up on your spirit team. You'll be able to go, okay, that's, that's from them. At least that's how I've always seen it, just to learn how to become sensitive to energy. Yeah. If we're going to go there now, another way to recognize when it is your intuition, when it is your spirit guides or the divine speaking with you is when it seemingly comes out of the blue and it's either something that you would have never thought of yourself or it's put in a way that you that is just not normal for you. It's not your normal way of thinking. 
And what we mean by that is, okay, so you have your thinking mind, which is your everyday up in your head thoughts that allow you to function in the world. And that is driven by ego. And that is, you know, to protect you, to get you, uh, keep you safe, to keep you moving forward um, through this life. It's when you're talking to other people and just having a normal conversation. Okay, that's your ego thinking mind. When you are deepened in and connected with your intuition, with the divine, with your spirit guides, it's a whole different kind of thinking. And it really is dropping down out of your mind and into your heart space and into your sacral chakra space and grounding to even dropping further down into the earth and you start feeling it. And those quote unquote thoughts or images or voices or symbols or whatever is coming through, you feel it coming up through you rather than originating in the mind and, you know, just not even making it further than that, just coming out of your mouth, really. <laughs> it doesn't even settle into your heart, you know? That is kind of that somatic, physical feeling. And then, yeah, sometimes you do, you you get that, those chills or or you'll get tears or you'll just feel it in your heart. It's like, whoa, that is real. That was not just my thinking mind coming up with that. And so that's the, those are some great ways. And as we go on with the conversation, you will give you some other ways that you might know when uh, you're coming from the thinking ego mind or when you're coming from the spirit guides or your intuition. When we're talking about a spirit team, this is a, a team of beings that are here to support you. Your team supports you. My team supports me. Mm-hmm. So we all work together for my highest good, a thing that will bring me joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I always laugh and, and tease Mark. Well, my spirit guides told me I need to buy that crystal or I need this. My spirit guide said, <laughs> no, that, no, that to me, that just kind of misses the point and it misses the mark. And it's funny, but for me, I know how to, to determine whether or not my guides are talking to me or whether this is a message from them or it's just wishful thinking or something from me is, is this for my higher good? Is this asking me to get a little uncomfortable? Is this asking me to stretch? Because to me, that's what my, te- that's what my team does. It, they want me to stretch. They want me to grow. They see, they, they understand the big picture. Yeah. They've got all this juicy knowledge and they're rooting for me and they're trying to lead me there. Yeah. You know, really? I really have to do this. That's when I know. And when I have conversations like that, like, I answer it like that. Really? Do I have to do that? Like, I'll stop. I wanted to share real quick, too, because it's funny. About a month ago in Goodwill, I found a book. And I'm going to share a little bit more about it later on in my Starburst. But I found this book called um, Ask Your Guides, Connecting to Your Divine Support System. And it was by an author that I'd seen before. And I have her Oracle decks. And so I was drawn to it. And it's funny because I never look in the adult book section um, or the regular book section. For me, I always look for the baby. And so I found it. And then I proceeded to leave it in one of my vehicles for the next month. And yesterday of all times, I, I was like, oh, I found a book. I pulled it out. And sure enough, 
It's like perfect, 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 perfect. And I was like, okay, so my team wants me to learn more. But um, there was a quote in here that I thought would be interesting to share right in the beginning. And it's the, um, this is by Sonia Chiquette, Ask Your Guides Connecting to Your Divine Soul System. She writes, the best part of learning to see the spirit in all things is that it makes your world come alive and makes your heart and imagination kick into full-time creativity. Seeing the world through the eyes of spirit, you also begin to see the hidden connections, opportunities, and support that are available right before your eyes. With such receptivity, it's only another small leap to connect to non-physical places and your own spirit guides. And I thought that that was really neat. Again, what we've been talking about of connecting to that energy, of connecting to our intuition, um, of just mm -hmm. knowing that when we work with our guides or guide, uh, with our mentor, teacher, whatever, that yeah, like she says, you're able to see those hidden connections that you would sometimes miss. You begin to um, see opportunities open that you might have missed, or you find the courage to take opportunities, and you realize you're really not that alone in the universe that you um, have that support available right there. I just thought that was an interesting thing that I wanted to share. Like it really just, just opens up your world. It opens up possibilities. It opens up your chances of growth, which is why we're here. And it's funny when you talk about closing down the thinking mind, I usually have my best conversations when I'm busy doing something. I was cleaning someone's house. I'm just thinking, Okay, spurt team. Okay, what are spurt guys? What are they for me? And yeah. You know, that's an interesting thought and something to bring through that's connected with that quote. We're both authors and a, a lot of our listeners are authors or creatives in other ways. And even if you're not, you've probably experienced this, that some of your most creative ideas come when you are cleaning and when you are in the shower and, you know, when, when you're taking a walk in the nature you know, and it's, that is a form of meditation and all of those, you know, and they're called, you know, meditating with your eyes open, but it's because your thinking mind is kind of focused on cleaning your body or cleaning your furniture or bathroom or whatever you're doing or walking and notice, you know, seeing the trees or whatever it is around you. But that gives your creative mind opportunity to connect with your intuition and to bring in those creative sparks. And that can be considered your spirit team, your spirit guides, you know, coming through for you and, you know, bringing those forward for you. So yeah, absolutely. That it does open your mind up to, or open your whole self up to um, more creativity and new perspectives, new ways of looking at things. That for me is often, like you were saying, you know, um, it stretches us when they are, if you're beating yourself up mentally, that is your ego mind. Your spirit guides will not beat you up. They will not point out all the negative things. Like you said, it, they are totally about moving you forward toward your best self. And so that immediately, if you're sitting there berating yourself and you're thinking, oh, my spirit guides are so disappointed in me. I don't know if they can really be disappointed because they know what lessons you're supposed to have. And if you're experiencing the lessons, how, how can they be disappointed? They love you. Um, your higher self, you know, is made from unconditional love. And so 
that immediately, when you start going down that road, you are stuck in your ego mind. And that is a sign to stop, go still, like we were talking about earlier, and settle in and go deeper and drop into your heart and drop your consciousness down further into your sacral space and listen there and feel there and feel what comes up there. Because your spirit team, they love you. I think it was Athena. I just shared it on Facebook. Athena Paracas, she is from Sage Goddess. She's amazing. She just read somewhere that um, we come from a place of unconditional love and we'll return to a place of unconditional love. And in between, we're learning all those different things. And that just, it made me realize that, yeah, our team, it's all about love. It's all about uplifting us. It's all about wanting our best selves and wanting us to to learn what we need to learn. And so, yeah, our spirit guides are never going to berate us, despite what that meme says on Facebook of, I drove my spirit guide to drink or my guardian angel to drink. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of, it's funny and it's we like to kid about it, but at the heart of the matter is they're your team and they love you and they root for you. And there's nothing that you could do. Right. Nothing that you could say that would stop them from loving you, supporting you and being there to guide you through uh, the ups and downs of your life. Another way to consider it is if let's say you are faced with something or you, you, you want to do something, but you have doubts and fears about it and you're questioning is this something I need to do? And so you settle in, you meditate, you connect with your spirit guides and you receive some kind of message. Now, what kind of message it is, is how you can kind of tell if this is ego mind or if it's spirit guides or, you know, something else that's leading you the wrong way is if it's stretching you in a good way. Okay. If it's, if you're getting this message that you need to go someplace that's actually going, you know, is not going to have any real benefit for you, um, especially big picture benefit, then question that. But if they're saying, you know what, you know, on the other side of this fear, on the other side of these doubts, on the other side of this big challenge is what is that life that you've been trying to create or is that or that goal that you've been trying to meet then that is your spirit guys that is your intuition that is your higher self encouraging you and supporting you and guiding you and i also loved what you said about um they're there and you never feel alone and i am a s- single i my kids are all out of the house so i'm an empty nester so i live alone with my dog And most of the time, I'm awesome with that. I love it. But you know, there are times that even this introvert gets lonely. And all I have to do is sit down in meditation and connect in with my team. And I no longer feel lonely. And especially when I'm faced with those decisions that normally you would make with a partner, at least discuss with your spouse and, you know, get other people's input. If I'm not in a position where I can ask Belinda or or call my mom or, you know, anybody <laughs> else, then that's, I have that. And I know that they're actually the best ones to go to with those kinds of things because they do have that broader, I'll just say it, otherworldly perspective that we don't. So. And it's refreshing. Yeah. I did want to add I like that I like that you're not alone because there are a lot of people who 
even if they're surrounded by people that they don't have anyone that they can trust or who understands them. Yeah, that understands them. It's good to know that you have someone on your team. I wanted to share because I was starting to think like, because I know we want to talk about how do we meet our team. And I know that we've talked a lot about meditating and stuff like that. But I kind of like I started thinking when I first started connecting with my team and how I did, uh, it wasn't actually through meditation. And one thing I will stress again, because this is your team you guys determine how you're going to communicate with each other. Me, I'm a very visual person. And I, I like to think that I am sensitive to and and self-aware. And so I've noticed for the longest time that I will get messages through like, if I'm listening to a song, and lyrics jump out, and all of a sudden, these lyrics hit hard. And I have, again, that visceral reaction, a reaction that I know, hang a second, this didn't come from me. This came from somewhere else. Um, Quotes that I'll see, TVs and movies. Um, Funny enough, Supernatural was a big one for me where I was going through um, some pretty bad, some pretty bad depressive moments and anxiety. And I felt like I was being talked to through the different characters through the situations and I was able to take comfort and and figure out how to to navigate things like that. So to me, I am very sensitive to receiving those kind of outward things. I know that dreams are a huge thing for me, I will admit. Whenever I have moments of that are extremely stressful and I feel a little bit of out of control or I feel very vulnerable or Um, I feel very small in a situation that's very big. I've actually had two guides come to me. I I don't know if you'd call them guides because they rep of who they represent come as in the form of a protector. Okay. I used to like watching Angel with David Boreanaz. Well, David Boreanaz didn't come in my dream. Angel would come in my dream. He would come in. He would deliver this message. I would instantly recognize it because in my mind, he's a protector And then um, I was able to then, and that for a long time, there's a big chunk of time in my life where I was having things going on that I just felt clueless and just totally in chaos. And he would come in my dreams and give me messages. And probably in the past five years, Dean Winchester comes Mm -hmm. in my mind. It's not Jensen Ackles, it's (laughs) Dean Winchester, right? He comes in and it's usually, it's always... These two kinds of things happen when there's a lot of stress. And so they come in and I consider them part of my team. When they show up, to me, they're doing damage control or they're they're solely there in the protective mindset, in the protective role. They come in, they deliver their message, they help me through that part of my dream. And then I wake up, I go, oh, I had a dream about Dean Winchester. And then that starts my mind going I've had where um, messages where sometimes I just need to know, am I on the right path? I just need a little pick me up. I'm, I'm not feeling myself, whatever. And I see it in the form of stag, stags, deer and elk. Like that's a huge one for me. If I see deer and elk, it instantly changes my energy. And I always say, thank you, spirit guides. And butterflies, there's been one or two times when I've actually seen physically a spirit guide, a woman, she would sit down inside of my bed and she would 
stroke my head. Again, those were moments of a lot of stress. I, I know times like when Mark's car accident, that was insane. And it's just that you let it out of, oh, I don't know what's going on. And then when you start to see that the path opens up and and you suddenly know exactly what to say, what to do, where to go, I always feel that I'm being guided by my guides. And then, of course, now that I, I'm being a little bit more mindful and doing things like with the Starlight and Moon memes and we're doing news um, moon circles and ceremonies and things like that and I've been introduced to meditations and journeys that's just another way for me to connect to guides and so I kind of just wanted to share that so it's not just meditating as a way for you to connect that there are other ways that you can sense that they're there you can see their footprints in your life, their, their influence. But again, that's something that you, you come up with them. Like they know that, okay, Belinda listens. When, when we do this, she listens. She pays attention. Right. And that kind of takes us into a point I wanted to make is, especially for those who have no idea what we're talking about, have never had this kind of experience. And you might thinking, okay, yeah, sure, Belinda, Dean Winchester is giving you messages in your dream and you're just going to listen to him. But what I want to say is that is how Belinda's subconscious is manifesting the energy of her spirit guides because it's something familiar and your subconscious will do that. It's really your spirit guides will come through to you in something that you recognize. And especially if it's like Dean or Angel that you have this trust in um, because their characters are protective characters. And so they represent the kind of energy that the spirit guide is trying to share with you. They will they will show up as animals. They will come through animals, you know, like you said, through the deer, the stag, the butterflies. For a lot of people, it's hummingbirds. Because again, that is something in the, our 3D world that our limited human part of ourselves can recognize and say, okay, I'm listening. Because if they come through as their natural light beings, they might scare the shit out of us, you know, <laughs> it might be like, or, or, you know, sometimes like you're talking about a lady sitting on your bed and, you know, soothing your forehead. And for some people that that could be frightening. So, you know, it, it just depends. Trust that your inner knowing, your inner wisdom and your spirit guides know exactly how to present themselves to you to deliver the message and the support and the love and the guidance that you need to know at that time. And that's what a lot of it is, is just trust. I almost think that we agreed to this like mm -hmm. before we came here for this experience. It's like, okay, I'm going to be obsessed with Supernatural and Dean Winchester. So, you know, if you really want to hear <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me, oh, I, I could imagine that we came up with a game plan. Because, yeah, your spirit guides are not going to be unfamiliar. You know, they're, it's not going to be you get through your whole life and it's like, oh, well, we were this. But how would I even know that? that? Because that doesn't register with me. It, it really is a personal thing. Yeah, it is a very personal thing. My spirit guides did come to me in guided meditation. At least that's when I actually started recognizing them. And I have a team and I kind of met them. They were all there in 
this one specific guided meditation. It was a very deep and very meaningful shamanic journey. And at that time, I knew there were five entities there, but I didn't necessarily meet them all just right at once. They kind of, you know, like they were there in my periphery, but it took me several more meditations and journeys and really paying attention and tuning into before I started meeting them and um, actually getting to know each one individually and, you know, why they were there, why, and, you know, they're kind of ancestors. A couple of them, I kind of feel like they might've been, they are me, you know, in different timelines, different lifetimes. It was really interesting because it was just a year ago. There was one of them, I've just called him grandfather. And he, I know he was of Native American descent. And, you know, he's one that I feel is an ancestor, an actual ancestor. But last year, last June, I went to Asheville again. And I actually had a an energy healing. And it was kind of, um, it, was, it was, it was an amazing experience. And afterwards, she said, okay, so for me, there was a crow there. She goes, do you have crow as one of your spirit team? I was like, "Mm, not a crow that showed up for me. And she goes, well, I do, but this was not my crow. (laughs) She goes, but I could see him like picking out, you know, (laughs) what doesn't belong and what are the treasures. And it was just really interesting because I was like, okay, well, I've never had crow, but, you know, maybe crow will show up for me. And it was actually a a couple of months later that I did a shamanic journey and Crow showed up and Crow and Grandfather are one in the same. And I didn't realize that because I hadn't fully connected to Grandfather yet. And so that can happen. And then number five just came to me. It's always been there. Like I said, on my periphery, it was a protective kind of energy, a very powerful energy. And I had some sense of origination or at least origination in this world for this energy. But it was just very recently that I actually was ready to fully take it on and understand who this this fifth spirit guide of mine is. And so um, spirit guides are very personal. And so I share about Grandfather Crow, but I don't normally share about all of my spirit guides. It's not just something that you necessarily just tell everyone who they all are because they are personal and they that is a very intimate relationship that you have. So we are running out of time and I just, like Belinda said, there's different ways you can meet them. I met them um, originally through Shamanic Journey or at least really connected with them that first time. She's met them in Dean Winchester's beautiful face. Um, so <laughs> there are different ways that you might meet them. If you never have and you are interested, um, Belinda and I talked about, I did do that uh, journey for us. I think it was in retreat last year that I can record and maybe do as a bonus podcast is um, just record that shamanic journey that you can do on your own time to go in and meet your spirit team. There's a book. I my, The book that I read is called The Seven Types of Spirit Guide. 
How to Connect and Communicate with Your Cosmic Helpers. And it's by Yamil Yamunya. And I'll put that in the show notes for you. That gave some insight. And I actually listened to the audiobook more than I read it, I think. But it gives some insight on the different types of spirit guides because, um, like we said, they can be your inner self, your higher self. They can be the divine. They can be ancestors, past selves. They can be cosmic beings. They can be, you know, come in the form of fairies, of light beings, animals. So there's all kinds of different shapes and forms and ways that they communicate with you. Like I said, I will put that book. I mean, I got some things out of it. And if you're new to Spirit Guides, it's it's a good launching point. And then we'll also put the one that um, Belinda mentioned in the notes. And those will give that'll give you another launching point as well. And what else? Was there anything else we wanted to add to this? No, I'm just thinking it's just another great episode of just, you know, learning new things. I think the big takeaway is that you're not alone and that you have a team there and that just don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to to look within and and get to know them. You know, they're there for a reason for you. And so they're dedicated and focused to you. Probably the only team in your entire life that is totally dedicated. Everything they do is for your higher good. And so they're not someone to be afraid of. They're just there and they just love you unconditionally. I connect with mine every morning and that's one of the first things I do. And I thank them. I thank them for their guidance, their support, for their wisdom, their knowledge, and their insight that they share with me. And that's really what they're there for. Different way of seeing things than you see with your physical eyes and your ego mind. And that that gives us the guidance that we're really looking for when we're turning to all these self-help books and programs and classes and other people's advice and everything. Honestly, you have every answer you possibly need within you. And your spirit guides are there to help you find it. And it is because we each are just a reflection of the divine. We are just an arm of divine source. And so it's just turning inward and reconnecting with that knowledge and that wisdom. It is there. It is there for you. It gives you the answers, the support, the love, I mean, everything we've discussed in this episode. So my personal feeling is I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't, one, learned about energy and how to clear it and keep it clear, and two, if I had never met and connected with my spirit guides. Those are probably the two most important things that have changed my life around. And now you're sharing it with others so they can have Mm -hmm. those same blessings. Yep, and that's what we do. Hey, Christy, what Starbursts are you sharing today? I am going to send a starburst out to one of our luminaries. And her name is Susan Ingle, and she runs the Crone's Nest. And that is Crone, not Crow. So C-R-O-N-E-S-N-E-S-T dot net. She is a registered nurse specializing in palliative care, which is end-of-life care. 
And her calling has been to change that fear of death into an opportunity of transformation. And I just wanted to give her a shout out because that is a really potent and difficult and extremely important service to provide or support to provide because she helps people who are transitioning from this life into what comes next. And, you know, with the patient, with the actual person, with their family, she is there as an energetic support. And I think that's just beautiful. And so I just wanted to shoot her a starburst. And again, her website is cronesnest.net. So Belinda, what are you giving a starburst for this week? I, I just wanted to say I like I like that that starburst because, yeah, end of life, you're so vulnerable and it's such an important mm-hmm. transition. And so what a what a wonderful offering, what a wonderful gift to have to be able to to help yeah. others with that. Well, like I said earlier about finding that book at Goodwill, um, my Starburst is just a book for people if they'd like to learn more about spirit guides and what it means for them and how they can recognize them. It's just Sonia Chiquette's. She's a best-selling author of another book called Trust Your Vibe. And she also, yeah, Trust Your Vibe. And she also has a book called Diary of a Psychic. And so, yeah, ask your guides connecting to your divine support system. Um, She also does Oracle decks, and that's how I first recognized her. So, yeah, I will add the link to her website and where you can learn more about it. But yeah, it, I'm starting to read it and I love her writing style. I find it very easy to follow along and it's very informative. So that's my starburst for today. I definitely need to pick that up. And it's something that we didn't really touch on and we will next week um, when we bring in our very first guests who are Oracle card creators. And that's something that helps you connect with your spirit guides is through Oracle cards. So I'm really excited to bring them in. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday. Like I just said, we will be interviewing, having a fun discussion with Carol Frank and Rosemary Navarra, who are Oracle deck creators. And they are amazing, beautiful souls. And we just had the most interesting conversation with them that we can't wait to share with you. So please tune in again every Wednesday. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify and Apple and coming anytime now, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Player FM. In the meantime, be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you have a question or topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email at hello at starlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.